you're listening to the Telltale Channel. Don't forget to check me out on all social media, Patreon, Twitter, Teespring, and Etsy. All links can be found in the description or on my website, telltaleatheist.com. In this podcast, we're going to talk about televangelist Robin Bullock claiming math was created by Satan. Kat Kerr, of all people, calling out flat earthers. Scott McKay, aka Patriot Street Fighter, and his recent strange telegram posts. We also take voicemails. If you want to leave a voicemail, the number is 1-800-701-8573. If you want to send an email instead, the email address is telltalemailbag at gmail.com. I don't think I'm going to be swearing anymore on my channels. Um, I think I'm going to cut swears out completely. Asexual atheist for the swear jar. <laughs> I appreciate that. Okay. Anytime I swear, um, I don't know. There's got to be some consequence. What, what consequence can I have for swearing? I'll have to think about that one. I can hear somebody playing the TV really fucking loud nearby. I don't know. God, there it is. I swore. Damn it. Damn it. Right there. I'm doing it again. What is wrong with me? It's just like ingrained in my mind. I wasn't sure how long it would take me to swear. I knew I was going to accidentally swear. I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> and I did it three times in a row without realizing. My God. I've got to come up with some replacement for swears. Um, what, what's the replacement? I should start saying heck instead. I'll start saying heck with two C's. H-E-C-C. Heck and frick. Those will be my replacements. God, I can't believe I did that. It is really hard to not swear. Seriously. It, literally, I'm six minutes into this thing. I haven't even started the first story, and I'm already swearing. Okay. The Lord said connection. I, heck. I mean, heck. Oop, heck. I'm, it, it's going to be a learning process, learning to not swear on stream. It's going to be something that I have to get used to. Um, technically, swearing is not, like, against the rules or anything, but I just want to be as low controversy as humanly possible for YouTube. Vandalia 1998. So are you going to go fully to Twitch for your streaming because of YouTube issues and just have YouTube for small vids? Nah, I'm going to continue on YouTube. Um, Twitch has this thing called the 24-hour exclusivity clause, which means you aren't allowed to stream or release the data or the release the content. Hey, they're fighting over a single treat. One, one treat left on the floor. You can see it. It's right there. And he's going for it while she's distracted. What a jerk, man. Here. She knows she's getting more anyway. There you go. Anyways, yeah. Twitch has a 24-hour exclusivity clause. You can't upload your Twitch content within 24 hours of streaming it. You also can't dual stream to YouTube and Twitch. Um, for that reason, I am not going to be streaming the podcast, my normal weekly thing, to Twitch. I'm going to be playing Breath of the Wild on there every week or other games, Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy VIII, StarCraft II at some point, Pokemon Red... I'll be doing that on Tuesdays and Thursdays as I have been. I'm also going to be listening to voicemails after the main show on Twitch every Sunday. That's my current plan. Uh, so if you want to follow me over to Twitch, it's completely unfiltered, and it's going to be a good time while I listen to voicemails and stuff. So follow me over there at 11. Yeah, Alex Baranowski has nothing to do with Twitch. It has to do with YouTube. I'm not swearing because of YouTube anymore. 
Got an email from the biggest of Chungai, Failed Patriot Front Infiltration Part 2, Nazi Boogaloo. For the record, last week, I think, or maybe the week before, I read an email from the biggest of Chungai who attempted to infiltrate Patriot Front, but it didn't work. He tried to get in. They were suspicious, so they rejected him. Well, I got another email from the biggest of Chungai, so I wanted to give it a read, see what he had to say. Hello, Owen. I once again attempted to infiltrate the group known as Patriot Front. We'll be referred to as PF for brevity's sake for the remainder of this email. I once again applied for membership and this time was able to be admitted as a member after passing the in-person interview. Luckily, they don't seem to recognize me since I wore a different mask and wore my regular glasses instead of sunglasses. The actual in-person interview consisted of asking me ab about the sorts of things that were also asked about in the online interview. Prior to that, I was patted down and checked for hidden cameras or a wire. Holy shit, dude. So this guy went to a Patriot Front recruitment center, basically signed up with them, tried to get an in-person interview to join the group, succeeded, got an in-person interview, and they patted him down and searched him for a wire or a camera. They mandated that my phone was left face up on the table during the interview to make sure I wasn't recording. Afterwards, me and one other member laid some flyers down in a Walmart parking lot. Another individual proceeded to tell me until I'd gotten a fairly good distance away. I'm supposed to report my diet and exercise to the group, as well as general lifestyle things like cutting out the amount of sugar, processed flour, and other unhealthy substances. Basically trying to form you into a soldier of sorts, it seems to me. I'm also supposed to do some spreading of the group's material, which I managed to do in a fairly quiet area then take photos of them for proof. I then immediately took the flyers down and burned them afterwards. So far, the group hasn't discussed anything major, mostly just the sorts of things any group of extreme right-wingers do in private. I've been insulted once or twice when, when in person with another member, but nothing major. Sometime in the coming week, I'm supposed to spar with another member in a regional meeting. I'll happily continue to email you if I hear of any major events that will occur to my knowledge. Yeah, the sparring thing is interesting, too. You're supposed to spar with another member. They want to form you into some kind of a soldier. They want to prepare you for war, essentially, is what they're trying to do. They want to get you ready for what's coming. And what's coming, in their mind, is a 1776 moment. They are preparing for the moment when they can overthrow the government, essentially. So I responded to the email... Uh, keep me up to date. Do not put yourself in danger. Do not blow your cover under any circumstances, even if it means leaving the flyers up. This is real shit, and I'm sure you realize that. Might be safer to tell them you decided you aren't interested if you don't have the time or something. And don't forget, the human mind is susceptible to manipulation, even yours, even mine, everybody. Do not underestimate their ability to reframe and propagandize. There's a reason why people being held at gunpoint by bank robbers sometimes come out feeling sympathetic for them. Brainwashing is subtle. You don't even notice it happening. Keep your head clear and drop the plan at the first sign of trouble. I hope everything goes well. I don't want you to get yourself in a tough situation, especially not just for the sake of reporting on it. We can get our news in other ways, so I only want you to do this if you're willing to. It's incredibly concerning. Good luck with everything. This group is real. This is real shit. And it is incredibly disturbing some of the things that they get into. So keep me up to date. Hey, this is Owen. If you're comfortable, leave your first name and state at the sound of the tiny truck backing up. Hi, I'm Kyle and I live in Florida. And watching your videos about cults, I've realized that 
some of the same tactics Colts used to keep members in are the same way many parents nowadays raise their children. So do you think that families, like, to a certain extent, are like many of our mainstream religions in the sense that they are cults that our society makes us feel like we have to be a part of? Thank you. Really interesting question. So if I'm reading it correctly, it sounded like the question was, is it possible for a family to be considered a cult? And the answer is yes, but not usually. There's something called the bite model. I'm sure you guys have probably heard of the bite model. I'm just putting it on record because it's relevant here. And there are some people out there who probably haven't. So the bite model is a model that we use to determine if something is a cult or not. It's an acronym that stands for behavior control, information control, thought control, and emotional control. It's the four ways in which cults control people, right? You've got behavior modification through a system of rewards and punishments. You've got uh, black and white, us versus them thinking got emotional exploitation, financial exploitation, preventing people from consuming any information except for what you provide, that kind of thing. Those are the ways that cults traditionally control people. But there's another model that we use called the influence continuum. There's a difference between constructive influence and destructive influence because the bite model can apply to family members, right? Like your parents have an obligation to try to raise you in such a way that you'll fit into society. And to some degree, that means behavior modification, uh, controlling your hairstyle, at least for some time in your childhood, controlling the information that comes in, uh, who you're allowed to hang out with, who your friends are, that kind of thing. If you followed the bite model of every single family in the world would be considered a cult. But that's why we bring the influence continuum into it. You've got constructive or healthy influence and destructive or unhealthy influence. On the constructive side, you've got things like encouraging somebody to be their authentic self, unconditional love versus conditional love, basing your moral system on your conscience rather than on some book's doctrine, encouraging creativity and humor rather than solemnity, fear, and guilt, which is what you would get with a cult, and encouraging free will and critical thinking rather than dependency and obedience. If a family is encouraging a false identity, if they implement conditional love based on you following this set of ideas or principles or whatever else, if they encourage you to follow a doctrine rather than following your conscience as your moral guide, if they're encouraging solemnity, fear, and guilt, or dependence and obedience, you might be in a family that is acting in a very cult-like way. You can go down the rest of the list and see if it applies to your family or not, but th those are the general ideas behind it. Hi, Owen. I was wondering if you would discuss the, or try to explain the Overton window um, the best that you can. It's a little bit of confusing um, theory. And as an atheist community, most of us really that don't aren't aware of it could really under you know some understanding of it. And thanks a whole bunch for your program. Bye. The Overton window is an interesting political concept. They talk about it in a lot of political science classes. It's basically the window of acceptable public discourse in society at that moment. For example, right now, communism is not in the Overton window of the U.S. It is not something that the U.S. 
public discusses in any serious way. There are people on the left that talk about it, there are people on the right that talk about it, but nobody really, nobody in power takes those people seriously, and that's why communism is really outside of the Overton window. Uh, whether it should be or not, it is. Let me present you with the real problem that we're dealing with now. The more people talk about an idea, the more likely it will be in the Overton window, right? So if we have a whole bunch of people talking about communism on Twitter or Facebook or YouTube or whatever, talking about its validity as a system, it's more likely that communism will be accepted as a subject that you can discuss in good faith and decide whether or not it has merits. The right has completely poisoned that discussion. They've been poisoning the discussion about whether or not communism has validity since the 80s, honestly, since Reagan, since the Cold War, the Red Scare, a lot of propaganda about communism and stuff. So I don't foresee communism being within the Overton window in the U.S. for a long time. Not for a long time, if ever. But like I said, the more people that talk about a subject, the more likely it will fall within the window of acceptable public discourse, which is why we see so many people moving over to like the QAnon belief system right now. We have people who call themselves digital soldiers, members of QAnon, believers, who are going around to every mention of QAnon anywhere and cramming it down people's throats that it's an acceptable belief system, you're a fool if you don't believe it, so on and so forth. Tens of thousands of people going around spreading it to as many people as they can. That's what they do all day with their free time. You know, 20 hours a day online spreading the QAnon belief system. And by doing so, they've moved the Overton window to the right. They've moved it toward QAnon belief systems. They've made it more acceptable to be more right-wing. The Overton window in the U.S. is such that our government is entirely right-wing. Entirely. Biden is not a left-wing person, really. He's a, a moderate at best, maybe even right-wing at worst. Worldwide, on a worldwide spectrum, Biden is pretty conservative, all things considered. Our Overton window is right-wing. Our government is right-wing. Everything that we live in right now in the U.S. is right-wing. And that is the result of the right having loud, obnoxious people. More loud, obnoxious people than the left does, basically. Hey, this is Colin. So I was in one of my college classes, and... One of the classmates said that they are Jehovah's Witness, which really took me by surprise because I know that they heavily discourage going to college and getting an education. So I really wanted to hear your thoughts on this. Thanks. Yeah, I appreciate that. It's really interesting. I'll tell you what, you don't have to hear my words. I will give you Tony Morris's words, member of the governing body himself. Sometimes people will say, well, you know, Jehovah's Witnesses are against education. Well, that's ridiculous. We're not against education. Uh, we are pro-education. It's just that we are selective with who does the educating. We promote divine education. We believe it to be superior because it leads to everlasting life.
Oh, that's a clever little way of getting around it, isn't it? You're careful about who does the educating, i.e., you don't want colleges to educate Jehovah's Witnesses. You want elders to educate Jehovah's Witnesses. This is called propaganda right here. This is called reframing propaganda, actually. That's the specific propaganda technique he's using right now, reframing propaganda. He's framing it in such a way that basically anybody can get on board. He makes it more desirable to most people less undesirable. So now Jehovah's Witnesses can go around and in response to the question, are you against education? You don't want your kids to get higher education? If a Jehovah's Witness is presented with that question, they can say, no, we're pro-education. We want education and leave it at that. That's another part of theocratic warfare, by the way. This idea of manipulating people to further the goals of the Watchtower Society. Kind of an underhanded way of doing things, if you ask me. So, with schools of higher education, and many of their curriculums, and if you know anything about it, maybe some of you have been, uh, do they not have philosophy one and philosophy two? It doesn't matter what you're going to major in. And they start you off there. You, you'd be going for another thing, but you, you have philosophy one, you have philosophy two. I don't even know those classes. I never had philosophy one or two. Of course, I only got a two-year degree, but still, I don't remember those. I will continue on for the sake of argument. And then all of a sudden, it gets in there, and the intellectual gripping of the mind, uh, very hard to recover from. I've seen this so many times. Yeah, nobody would want the intellectual gripping of the mind. Who would want you to actually think things through, right? I've seen this so many times, and we could tell you so many horror stories, and the parents are all uh, distraught. Why did you do more for my son? Why did you do more for my daughter? I would say, who dropped him off? <laughs> the elders are heartbroken. They try. No, a lot of them personally. So you have to decide that. You want to take the risk? Your call. We're warning you. So there you go. There, There is the Jehovah's Witness position on higher education. You want to take the risk? Your call. We're warning you. It's a bad idea. Your kid's going to believe in evolution before you know it. Some people recognize that, you know, higher education is a good thing, and they send their kid to college anyways, despite the quote-unquote warnings from the governing body. They'll do it anyways. But it's not very many. They're the outliers who agree to send their kid to higher education. The kid has to be not really spiritual enough in the first place to be willing to go to a college. The right circumstances have to play out. The whole family has to not be very strong Jehovah's Witnesses for that to work. In extremely rare cases, on occasion, you do find pretty good Jehovah's Witnesses who are okay with college who mostly follow the way of life and the belief system pretty closely, but they're still okay with college. It's not common, but you do on occasion. I got an email with a screenshot from Lecky is Cool referencing a message they found on one of my videos. So the message that Lecky is Cool left on one of my videos, like one of the comments on my videos, said, Republicans and far right and conservatives may overlap, but are different groups of people with intersectionality. My understanding is that the loud minority are far right, 
It's easy to homogenize these groups, especially when we have our own heads so deep into anti-cult news. You can be conservative, black, Christian, queer person. I agree. I'm going to address the message underneath in a second. I, I do want to point something out, though. According to the polls, as I mentioned earlier, there's an Overton window. The Overton window is moving further and further right as time goes on. More and more people are accepting the most extreme of the most extreme from the belief system of QAnon. Like, seriously, a lot of QAnoners have spread their messaging and their beliefs and their ideas to mainstream conservative politics. You can't really be a Republican in the Republican Party anymore without being a diehard Trump supporter. I understand not all of them are like Patriot Front type of people, I get that, but the Republican Party is gone. Where the ashes lay is now an extremist far-right fringe group. There are almost no moderate right-wing people left. It's almost entirely overtaken with the far right at this point. There's somebody underneath Lecky is cool. They posted a message that says, this is the Matt Taus, I guess. Message says, Joe Biden is Trump's puppet. Biden is a Freemason Jesuit servant of Satan, the Vatican, and the Antichrist. Biden is a very, very good actor of 48 plus years. And he's not mentally declining. He's merely acting his role. Trump placed Biden in the White House and tasked him with destroying the economy, starting civil war in the U.S., and beginning World War Three, I think? So Trump can come back and seemingly save the world. Keyword seemingly. Trump is the Antichrist. That's a lot. That is a lot. I'm sorry, the Matt Taus. I simply disagree, good sir. I don't know where you're getting your information, but you should absolutely reevaluate it. That is very, very strange. Trump had the opportunity to fix problems when he was in office. And guess what? He didn't. Dude could have fixed the the COVID situation we were dealing with, right? If he's like so powerful and pulls all these strings, why didn't he just fix that shit? Instead, you're telling me that Trump installed Biden as a puppet? Where's your head, bro? I don't know what's happening right now. Please help me out. Give me a fig leaf here. I'm trying to figure this out. This is just complete nonsense. Really, where did you get your information? Anyway, thank you, Lucky is Cool, for the message. I appreciate it. Once again, if you want to send me an email, it's telltalemailbag at gmail.com, 1-800-701-8573. Next, we're going to talk about televangelist Robin Bullock claiming math was created by Satan. Give us 30 seconds, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Telltale Channel. Don't forget to check me out on all social media, Patreon, Twitter, Teespring, and Etsy. All links can be found in the description or on my website, telltaleatheist.com. Next story I wanted to talk about is about a guy named Robin Bullock. I've talked about him a few times, but not recently. So I wanted to take a look at him because he had some really weird stuff to say recently. Check this clip out, early February, 2022. He thinks he's onto something. He thinks he's found something unique, something special that God showed him and God wanted him to show the rest of the world. So check this out. The Lord said, connect the corners. Okay, we're looking at a graph of something. 
Not really relevant. The Lord says connect the corners. Okay. Just connect the corners. And so I did. And it made a corridor that went, look at the corridors from the same cubed numbers. Okay. Do you have that chart? Yep. Put yep. that one up. Look at that. Look at that. It made a hallway that spanned time. Okay. This guy is telling us God told him to connect the corners on a graph and it created a hallway that spans time. This is beyond confusing and weird, but he seems to be using it as like a, a prophecy from God. He seems to be telling us that God is revealing prophecy to him through the fact that he drew lines on a graph. The occult, they're using that. They knew that. Satan is a mathematician. Magic has, a, has its own base in math. Everything is, is in that legal time. Wait a minute. Math is satanic since when? I can't have science. I can't have math. What can I have? How can you call math out as satanic? Really? And so a corridor was created. A spirit went from 2008, walked in past the rapture, into the time of the Antichrist, and that spirit walked back down that corridor, and Obama was a duplicate of the Antichrist all the way till he left office. Wow, dude. Okay, well, this took an interesting turn. So it started out with him drawing lines on a graph, and it ended with him saying that Obama was a duplicate of the Antichrist all the way to when he left office. How we got here, I don't know. This is a confusing mess, if I've ever seen one, but... I do know one thing, Obama's the Antichrist, and math is satanic. That is at least one thing we've learned in this clip that Robin Bullock wanted to communicate. Brought that spirit back into our time, and it was a present in our world until 2015. And at 2015, CERN had set itself to open a portal on 923 of that same year, and they were going to open this portal up mm -hmm. to another dimension mm -hmm. and invite somebody over. CERN? Are you kidding me? Like the Hadron Collider is what he's talking about? The, the Particle Collider? Suddenly he's telling us that the Hadron Collider is like some satanic something or other? This is actually an old idea. People seem to have believed that the Hadron Collider is some kind of a satanic thing since it was built, basically. In fact, if I remember correctly, somebody gifted a statue of Shiva to CERN, to like the Hadron Collider. They gifted a statue of it. I think it was India, maybe. Anyway, they gifted a statue of Shiva and Christians used that as some kind of contrived proof that Satan was involved here. Shiva is like the destroyer of worlds. Like that's CERN's goal is to destroy the world. I don't know why that would be CERN's goal since, you know, people live here and including the people that work at CERN. But, you know, logic was never the strong suit here. Logic was never really part of the equation in the first place. Logic is irrelevant. Throw it out. When dealing with these people, you have to understand Robin Bullock and the people who listen to him and agree with him don't want logic, have no use for it whatsoever. What matters is feelings, ultimately, and nothing else. He feels like God's giving him these messages, and he feels like the Hadron Collider is evil, 
and that's all he needs. He puts two and two together. Now he gets Satan is running CERN to try to blow up the world or something. I'm really sad about that thing with math, though. I, I, I'm really disappointed that he said math is satanic. But, you know, he's not the first one that said that uh, math is satanic. Mid-September 2021, Greg Locke had this to say. Check this clip out. I'm dumber than a box of rocks in a lot of areas. Facebook just makes people think I'm smart. I'm not going to comment. I graduated from high school almost two years late with an eighth grade bonehead math degree. I failed pre-algebra two years in a row. How did he manage that? Like, how did he even graduate? I'm not knocking the guy for getting bad grades. I didn't get great grades in school either, and I regret it. The reason is because I didn't work hard enough. I didn't do my homework, and that's required to get good grades, you know? So I didn't get good grades in high school, and as a result, I kind of stumbled my way all the way through. Eventually, I ended up getting kicked out of the house by my parents, by my mom specifically, got kicked out because I was disfellowshipped, had to live out on my own, and I had to have a job and support myself and everything, and that meant I had to drop out of school, which I ended up doing. I got my GED eventually, and ultimately I went to a community college and got a substance abuse counseling degree, but that's neither here nor there. The point is that I stumbled through school too but I have an appreciation for math and science. I love this stuff. And since I've left school, I've gone on to study it more. I wanna understand how this stuff works. I wanna understand science. Greg Locke and Robin Bullock are going the opposite direction. Dude said that math is satanic. And Greg Locke is sitting here laughing about how much he hates math. It's like the, the level of anti-intellectualism here just blows my mind. Own head math degree. I failed pre-algebra two years in a row. I've never had business math, consumer math. I've never had, I never even made it past pre-algebra. Never had real algebra. I never had, I hate math. Somebody say amen. This anti-intellectualism is so sad. Like taking pride in not liking education is so sad and heartbreaking to me. And he's, tr he's supposed to be setting an example for people. He is setting an example for some people, certainly. I mean, he's a megachurch pastor. Same as Robin Bullock. Dude's a televangelist. They're setting an example for people. Unfortunately, it, it seems to be a bad example that they're setting. Yes, you're like me. I get nervous when the Holy Spirit wants me to preach out of the book of Numbers. I hate math. <laughs> you know, that's a clever joke, I have to say. That's a clever joke. He, he knows how to retain an audience's attention, that's for sure. It's nonsense. No, it's not. It's not nonsense. In fact, it's the exact opposite of nonsense. Math is pure logic and reason and rationality. Maybe that's why you don't like it. Have you ever considered that as a possibility, Greg? I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. The point is, I guess they've deemed math evil, and that, that breaks my heart. That's not the only weird thing that Robin Bullock's been up to lately. I wanted to show you this older clip. This is early July 2021 because it relates to a newer clip that just came out with Robin Bullock in it. So check this clip out. This one is him talking about Biden being possessed by Satan. Now show the first video. About why I only paid that much is because I'm smart. You know how to game the system. Well, guess what, Mr. President? I'm coming for you. Okay, just a politician being a politician. I mean, that's what politicians do. I'm not seeing anything spectacular here. Be sure the volume's in the stream. Well, I want everybody to hear this sound. 
Now go to the next video and show this one. Now watch this close and listen very closely. 120 days. Give me a break. Need time. I'm not seeing it. What's he trying to point out here? He goes on to explain that he believes that Biden is possessed by a demon. And the fact that he was like kind of getting into the microphone and doing this, that is a demon speaking through him. And he knows that because he has exercised demons before and he's heard them speak and they sound exactly like that. That's what he's saying. This one's from June 2021. Check this one out. I remember he leaned into the mic and told President Trump, we're coming for you. Yeah, well, that's the one we just watched. And he growled out this demonic sound. I can't make the sound, but... He just whispered into the mic. Give me a break. People do that all the time. It's just a way of, like, interacting with the crowd. Nothing more. He wants everything to be a conspiracy. He wants everything to be demonic possession. Whatever it takes. It was this demonic voice. I've heard him make it again recently. And he growled this out. When he did, I went back and I took a picture. I think it was at that moment. It was one of the moments I took a picture with my phone right on television. Remember, this is June 2021. That's important. It comes into play in a minute. Keep listening. Yes. Okay, it's up there. Now look at the eyes. If you look at the eyes, you'll notice they're, they're serpents' pupils. He claims that he took a picture with his phone of the TV, and somehow it's not, it doesn't seem to be all pixelated, really, right? Everything seems to be like blurred around the edges. If it was close up and you took a picture of the TV close up, you would expect to see it pixelated, but it doesn't seem to be here. But he's telling us it's not pixelated. It was an actual picture of him speaking on TV live. And this isn't the trick of the light or anything like that. He really did sit there and see Biden's eyes turn into serpent eyes, quote unquote. Well, first of all, I just have to point out not all snakes have the slit eyes. The reason that slit eyes exist in the first place is because it gives the creature better vision upward and downward. So you usually see slit eyes vertically for predators. You'll usually find that they have the eyes on the front of their face, too. With a rabbit, for example, their eyes are on the side of their head. It's so that they can see further out to protect themselves from danger. That means it's probably a prey animal if it's on the side of their head. If it's on the front of their head, if uh, I'm sorry, if their eyes are on the front of their head and they have the slits for the pupils, it means the eyes are designed to look up and down to be able to see like birds and also mice and forward looking more clearly at what's in front of them so they're probably predators if they have slit pupils and their eyes are on the front and they're probably prey if the eyes are on the side of the head that's what all of this means as i said a minute ago snakes not all snakes have the slit pupils they're slotted pupils um, I've never heard the term slotted pupil, actually. I don't know what that means. I looked it up. I used that term in previous videos because I heard him use it, but that's honestly an unfamiliar term to me. And I didn't find anywhere, like any scientific articles using that term either. It's slit pupils is what it's called. I'm not sure what a slotted pupil is. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. If I'm wrong on that, somebody comment about it and I'll pin it to the top. They're slotted pupils. Now, other times, they're not like that. But at time, 
it shows a slotted serpent's eye. Once again, the dude is trying to make you feel that Satan has invaded this person's body and is controlling him. Anytime you see a slit pupil like you would find in a like a predator animal, it means that Satan's controlling the guy, I guess. I don't know. It's absurd. It's a trick of the light at best, and it's just drawn at worst. I honestly would not be surprised to find out that somebody just drew this picture and then took a picture of it and sent it to him or something. People say, oh, that was Photoshop. No, it wasn't either. I took the picture. Yeah, I believe it. Totally. A hundred percent. I totally trust everything this guy tells me because it's so accurate all the time. Definitely. Well, that brings us to early February 2022. Okay, that that clip was from June 2021. Now we're in February 2022. Check this clip out. So one day, and I'm I'm stand, I'm just walking around. Uh, I think I was at the house or something, and I heard that on television when he did that growl, that low whisper. When he did, I knew that sound. I'd heard demons speak like that over and over and over. Oh my God, the dude is still going down this road. Seriously, it's like a year apart, practically, maybe nine months apart. And the guy is still repeating the same bit here about hearing Biden whisper into the microphone, we're coming for you and claim that it's a demon. Give me a break, please. I turned around to look and I took my phone. And when they got up to a place, I, I took the picture of him when he'd lean over and whisper. And I noticed something, this, and it, this happened over and over. And I noticed something, show that picture of him. And this is not touched up at all. Oh, I bet. Totally. Not touched up at all. Hence the artifact and the little plus sign right here. I'm assuming that that's the result of some kind of a camera or a positioning system of some sort. I don't know what this is. Not touched up at all. Yeah, 100%. What am I even looking at here? I can't tell. It's just a big blur. You see his eye? Uh, is that an eye that I'm looking at? It looks like a little dark dot inside of a little lighter dot inside of a larger lighter area. Seriously, it's nearly impossible to tell what I'm even looking at here. Is that his left eye, isn't it? You tell me. I don't know. I didn't take the picture. Watch this. Look at it in another photo. There you go. Same picture from nine months ago. Dude claims to have taken this picture nine months ago, and now we're looking at a serpent's eye again. This was nonsense nine months ago, and it's nonsense now, Robin. Come on. There's his right eye. But look at that pupil. Do you see it slotted? No, I see what looks like light shining on his eye, which very well could cut the pupil in half or make it look like the pupil is cut in half. That's what I'm seeing right now. And I'm also seeing very few pixels. It looks like it's a painting. If you took a picture of your TV up close, you would capture the pixels because TVs work differently than phones or other systems like monitors and stuff. You would see the pixels. There is absolutely no doubt in my mind you'd see pixels. I'm not seeing pixels in this. It looks like a painting. I mean, you wouldn't fabricate something, would you, Robin Bullock? You wouldn't like just make something up whole cloth, would you? I mean, I'm trusting you here, buddy. Every time he speaks that way, that I could catch him on camera and I'd pull that eye up, look at it. Now, now just look at it a minute, don't take it down yet. Can you see that his pupil is elongated all the way from top to the bottom? It looks like it very well could have been photoshopped for one thing. And for another thing, the light is clearly shining off of it, cutting the pupil in half. 
If I had a picture of a serpent's eye to put up there next to it, I could show you that. Fauci. Oh, my God. Please, dude. This guy's about to go after Dr. Fauci. Fauci came on the scene. And, and then all of a sudden, I thought, wait a minute. I stopped and went up with my phone, took another picture. Guess what shows up? Show his face. Uh, okay. I'm really honestly to the bottom of my heart not seeing anything weird about his eyes here. What? What am I looking at? What? Tell me. What am I supposed to be seeing in Dr. Fauci's eyes? They're round. Doesn't get rounder than this. You see him there? There he was just talking. And that was the one I think I was watching Victory, and that one was on that. And, and watch this. And then suddenly, I, so I, I decided to, uh-oh. What? They're round, man. Look, there's a light source that's sh reflecting off of his eye and turning it into a moon shape. That's how this works. Light. Have you ever heard of light? This is obviously just light shining off of the dude's eye. It is not a serpent eye. What is that? A serpent? has found a personality that matches his own. You know what I find interesting, honestly? All of this routes back to a single event that took place in the Bible, supposedly. It routes back to the event where Eve was tempted to eat a fruit from the forbidden tree by a serpent, by supposedly Satan. The Bible doesn't say it was Satan. It says... It was a snake, and as a result of the snake being so tricky and so deceitful, God punished the snake to crawl on its belly all its days. So presumably leading up to that moment, the snake had legs. I'm assuming because it wasn't cursed by God yet, right? So this guy seems to hate snakes so much because he believes that Satan was the one that took over the snake's body and deceived Eve, apparently. Despite the fact that the Bible doesn't say that Satan had anything to do with it. Just a little fun fact for you. Do you know why the Bible doesn't say that Satan had anything to do with deceiving Eve? Because the concept of Satan didn't exist yet. The concept of Satan didn't exist in the Old Testament. The only references to Satan in the Old Testament were retroactively written in later. There's a reference to an adversary in Job. That was never supposed to be Satan. It was supposed to be just an angel, that, an inquisitive angel. Basically nothing more. But people went back and wrote Satan into that part, just like they went back and wrote Satan in as the snake that deceived Eve. That's why this guy seems to care so much about snakes, about serpents. He seems to believe, without a shadow of a doubt, that Biden and Fauci have been possessed by snakes because he can see slit pupils. Well, these are very obviously tricks of light at best. I have to say, Robin, I think this is all in your head, bud. Uh, let's see, Michael Maine. Bullock is maybe my favorite train wreck of any of the preachers you frequently cover. I'm not sure how influential he actually is, but I think his Christian fan fiction is pretty hilarious. I love the insightful content. I appreciate it. Well, he's a televangelist. I believe he's on TV and everything, right? He. Uh, this is, I don't remember what, God is something or other. I don't remember the name of the channel. Uh, he's on Kenneth Copeland's channel, Flashpoint, all the time. He's also on Steve Schultz, Elijah Streams, and Elijah List Facebook group, which has 450,000 followers or somewhere in there. 
Kenneth Copeland's Flashpoint Network is probably his biggest platform, though, that he has. Hank Kuhneman's on there, too. and They're massive. They have millions of eyeballs watching them. Millions. You know, even if these people aren't massive, even if they're just some guy with, you know, 5,000 YouTube subbies or something, these ideas are spreading. He's not the only one that holds these ideas. Others do, too. He is a voice that represents more voices. He is speaking for more people than just himself. You know, he may be a nobody, but he represents more than just him. And that's what concerns me. That's why I keep covering these people, even if they're tiny. You know, somebody recently pointed out Tommy McMurtry's from a tiny town that has a tiny church, and he's basically a nobody. Why am I covering him? Because he's saying things that a lot of people believe in, a lot of people agree with. He's using a lot of harmful rhetoric, a lot of harmful words, a lot of damaging verbiage to hurt people. And a lot of people are on his side, whether they know him personally or not. He is a representation of some level of mainstream view, and that's why I talk about it. Balthazar228, all these eye dots are just from the lighting sources behind the cameras. You'd get the same effect taking a photo of a preacher from the right angle. Absolutely. And if you zoom in on Robin Bullock in one of these little snapshots here, you would see that there's light reflecting off of his eyes too, whether he likes that fact or not. Malin Miller, I believe that free speech is important, but should we really be allowing religious leaders to spread fear of math and science to their followers? Where do we draw the line for what these people are allowed to get away with? It's a good question. It's a good question. What? Where do we draw the line? Everybody has a line. It's just where do you draw that line? In my opinion, there really is not much that we can do if preachers want to sit there and, and speak nonsense to their congregations. It's their own building on their own property and their own friends and family that they're talking to. Nothing to be done there. They want to stand on a street corner and spout nonsense. Nothing we can do. Nothing we can do about that. They want to write it in a book. Nothing we can do to change that. I think the line for me personally, it varies from person to person. If they want to go into a private business and start spouting nonsense, then we have a different situation on our hands. If they want to force their opinions down people's throats who don't want to hear it, we have a different situation. If they want to mix it into government, different situation. That's where my line is for freedom of speech. Next, we're going to talk about Kat Kerr, of all people, calling out flat earthers. Give us 30 seconds, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Telltale Channel. Don't forget to check me out on all social media, Patreon, Twitter, Teespring, and Etsy. All links can be found in the description or on my website, telltaleatheist.com. You guys remember Kat Kerr, right? I've talked about her before. Well, she's got some really interesting ideas to present to us. It turns out there's a group of people out there that Kat Kerr isn't a huge fan of. So let's give this clip a listen. This one came out early February 2022. I guess this is where she draws her logic line. Check it out. 
and then you have people pour millions of dollars into this flat earth society. It just used to be the flat earth theory. I guess when a bunch of people, men got together and decided it was so important, they'd actually name it a society so it'd have a name. Uh, there literally are people, some even well-known people uh, or rich people. Wow, dude. You hear what she just said? Let me step back a little bit here. What was that? Say again, Cat Kerr. I guess when a bunch of people, men got together and when a bunch of men got together, suddenly an idea she doesn't like is enough to turn a deep evangelical Trump supporter into a feminist. Isn't that funny? Suddenly she has a problem with the fact that men started the Flat Earth Society. That is something else, man. There literally are people, some even well-known people uh, or rich people who have become a part of this thing. They could be made to feel special. They're contributing to what they call is truth. It's nothing but a distraction from Satan. I love it. So she doesn't like this group, I guess, huh? We found a group that is a little too crazy for Kat Kerr. Flat Earthers goes a little too far for her. How about that? But Jesus laughs every time they hear the Earth is really flat. Because you know the word made everything. Jesus made this Earth. He knows it's round. Okay, let's say here's the flat Earth, right? And oh, we're into demonstration territory. What, what are these, peacock feathers on your flat earth here? Right, and there's pilots going around this flat earth. So I guess when they get to the edge, they just flip it all so they can continue <laughs> over to the other side <laughs> of the flat earth to get where they're going. So, uh, I mean, there are some things that are so ridiculous for people just to waste their time on. Oh, she went down a rabbit hole. She went down a YouTube rabbit hole or something like that. That's funny, man. And apparently Steve Schultz is on board with this. I'm honestly surprised. I'm sure if you watch my channel, you're fully aware of the types of ideas that these people espouse. Flat Earth is one of the more reasonable ideas that these people espouse, that these people stick to, really. Some of the ideas these people push out to the world are completely unhinged from reality. One more thing I wanted to make note of here. I find it interesting. She's got this little pin here. I don't do demons. That's weird. She had that pin, right? Because I was just looking at this clip earlier and I noticed that Robin Bullock here has one too. I don't do demons. Interesting. What does that mean? I mean, Robin Bullock was just talking about how he does like exorcisms and stuff. And that's how he was even capable of identifying that Biden has a demon in him because he could hear him speaking in a demon's voice and he knew it. He knew the sound of the demon. He leaned into the mic and told President Trump, we're coming for you. And he growled out this demonic sound. I can't make the sound, but it was this demonic voice. I've heard him make it again recently. And he growled this out. So I'm really not sure why either of them are wearing I don't do demons pins because both of them have claimed to have performed exorcisms. That's kind of weird, right? But the earth is not flat. It is beautifully round. Heaven <laughs> is a beautifully round sphere. It's a sphere. Heaven is a beautifully round sphere. Is that what she said? Heaven? Heaven is a beautifully round sphere. It's a sphere. It is not a flat anything. Okay, so don't worry about falling off the edge. You're okay. 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 Heaven is a sphere and so is the earth and you're a fool if you think otherwise. Now I know. Now I know. Thank you, Cat Kerr, for clearing that up. I'm glad we have Cat Kerr to weigh in on the flat earth debate because, you know, set people straight. That's really good.
If you guys are unfamiliar with who this woman is, let me give you a little bit of a backstory for her. Do you guys remember this clip from 2019? So right now at this moment, we take authority over Dorian that has no right off the coast of this state or anywhere. And we hit that storm to the east right now. And I'm gonna do it three times. We hit it to the east. We hit it to the east and command it. You go to the east, out away from land. We declare you would do no destruction in any way. Tolerate it. That was Kat Kerr, weather warrior extraordinaire. That's kind of the clip that got her really famous a while back, back in 2019. This is the clip that really boosted her into the public spotlight. This isn't even the first or the last time she claimed to be able to control hurricanes with her little stick and with God's blessing. Let me give you a little bit more historical context on this person. She's not just a weather warrior. Yes, this is the thing that kind of propelled her to fame, but she made an awful lot of claims about Donald Trump winning the election. She explicitly and specifically said Donald Trump is going to win the 2020 election in a landslide. Those were her words. So when he lost, what happened? How did she react when he lost? This is... After the inauguration, late January 2021, check this clip out. I say this is my land and these are my people. She's speaking for God. These are God's words coming out of her mouth as though she's writing a new book to the Bible. The book of Kerr, chapter two, verse three kind of thing. She is speaking God's words to us. And I have raised them up for such a time as this. My people have prayed. They have fasted. They have called on my name, and I will not turn a deaf ear unto them, but to the lost, to the wicked, to those who chose to cheat and steal and lie, they shall have every curse come upon them that they have spoken over my president, Donald J. Trump. I say he is the president. He won. And in 2021, you will see that he won. And I say I will replace the one who boldly, dares to step upon the platform of my country and say it is his that is just too on the nose i love it in 2021 you will see that donald trump won the election well how about that here we are 2022 and he's still not the president she made specific claims not predictions prophecies that god told her donald trump was going to be the president again in 2021. That was her claim, in 2021. And here we are. Biden's still the president. How about that? Obviously, she was not very happy with what happened with the election. Uh, she was not very happy with the fact that she was completely and utterly incorrect about her claims. I sure as heck was happy about it, though. I find it endlessly entertaining to watch her completely lose it over the fact that she put herself in this position by prophesying God told her that Trump would be the president. And now she has to walk that back, come up with explanations. I love it. I love it to death. After the inauguration, QAnon kind of came up with this idea that Donald Trump was going to be inaugurated in as the real president of the United States in March. 
March 4th. And the idea behind it is kind of convoluted, so I won't get into it too deeply, but basically QAnon claimed that the United States during Reconstruction, like after the Confederacy and the Union rejoined after the Civil War, they rejoined into a corporation, not into a new government. The claim is that anything that, any laws that were passed after it formed into that corporation, basically any laws passed after the Confederacy rejoined the Union are null and void. Any presidents that were elected during that time, anything at all that happened after like the, what what was it, 1864, 1865, I think, anything after that is null and void and doesn't count. Well, it just so happens that Inauguration Day was changed from March 4th to January 20th, I believe, sometime in the early 1900s. So they claimed that Inauguration Day is actually on March 4th, not on January 20th. And that's how they get around this whole idea that Biden was inaugurated on January 20th. Well, it wasn't a real inauguration. You got to wait for March 4th. And they were actually out there claiming Donald Trump is going to be inaugurated as the real president of the real United States, not this corporation. Complete nonsense, by the way, as if I have to say that. It's complete nonsense. They claimed he was going to be inaugurated on March 4th as the real president. So early March 2021, Kat Kerr comes out in preparation for the big day when Trump is going to be inaugurated as the real president of the United States. She has some words for the country. Listen to this. Right now, I declare... That stick is absolutely on point. I say that every time I see her waving it around, but it is just, it is the best. I am so glad she has this thing out here. And I call for our president to take his rightful place, Trump, to come forth right now, step into your destiny that God gave you, called you, appointed you, and anointed you for this time to declare over America to help America. This is his choice, and we call you forth right now in the name of Jesus Christ, who is with you, who will always be with you. The people are with you. The prophets of God are with you. The military is with you. So come forth, step into your destiny now, saith the Lord. She claims to be speaking for God here, saith the Lord. She claims to be using the words of God himself to communicate with Donald Trump. She is trying to get Donald Trump to walk into the White House right now and take control of things. I mean, this is March. This is early March 2021 is when she was expecting this to take place. Of course, she was wrong. That was never going to happen. That is not how it works. But I want to lay some groundwork for you here. She's a member of QAnon. She's a believer of the conspiracy. That's important knowledge to have going into the next video because it explains a few things. Check out this clip, early February 2022, brand new clip. Wanted to give it a watch because she had something really interesting to say at this conference. And so people do still share their testimonies. They have uh, events all over heaven in these huge places, some inside, some outside. People want to really hear the testimony of the life of somebody who was here on earth. And when somebody new arrives, everybody wants to hear them. 
Uh, for the record, she believes that she travels to heaven on a regular basis and talks to God and sits with him and paints his picture and touches his hair and eats his food and hangs out in his mansion and goes to Jesus Christ's birthday parties and the whole nine yards. She believes all of this stuff takes place. Of course, the only place it happens really is in her head, but she won't accept that as a fact. So She likes to get on stage and describe things that she sees in heaven keep listening they do they want to hear what it was like uh what how did they feel when they stepped out of that physical body with their spiritual body into life itself into the presence of god and then their journey of excuse me all the way i've been speaking a lot all the way back to heaven from earth you get to go on a journey you go through the planets the nebulas uh you go on the rings of saturn not the real saturn not the fake one that satan's made i'm sorry what the fake Saturn that Satan's made? What was that? What, what, did, what did you just say? Please repeat, Kat Kerr. Uh, you go on the rings of Saturn, not the real Saturn, not the fake one that Satan's made. What? Where is this coming from? This is weird, right? I didn't know there was a fake Saturn. Well, check this out. You guys remember the QAnon shaman, big dude that had the horns and the whole nine yards at the January 6th event? This guy, Channel 5 News on YouTube, this guy interviewed him. His name was Jacob Chansley, the QAnon shaman. And he kind of gets into this idea a little bit, this idea that Kat Kerr was just espousing about the fake Saturn and the real Saturn. Listen to this. Listen to Jacob Chansley, QAnon shaman, explain the difference here. There's another faction within the ancient Egyptian uh, hierarchy, and that would be like the people that worship Set. Um, and Set is like the ancient Egyptian form of Satan. Okay, so Satan worship and Saturn worship are one and the same thing. And so there was this ancient form of Saturn worship in ancient Egypt, where what they would do is instead of consuming large amounts of psychoactive plants, which they did do on occasion, but what they did more than anything is they used things like, say, Hebrew children or children of slaves to uh, do these satanic ceremonies of blood sacrifice. Joshua Lee, Saturn, as well as most of the solar system, was named after Roman gods, not Egyptian. These guys just pick and choose everything, huh? Absolutely. They absolutely do. That is a point that I didn't even consider. Thank you for that. Yeah, they just pick and choose. Doesn't matter to them. Logic, reason, facts, rationality, it's all relative. Doesn't mean anything to them, honestly. This is all foundational Q, you know, conspiracy belief systems. This is all foundational to the belief system. Uh, none of this really comes as a surprise to me that he's saying all of this. This is one of the truest believers that, that are out there, honestly. But think about what this guy's saying, because the, all of this stuff, this is, for the most part, stuff that Kat Kerr has fully bought into. Keep listening. This is his explanation of Saturn. When you say they worship Saturn, are you talking about the planet? Yes, yes. Satan worship and Saturn worship are one and the same. Is it just because they sound similar, or is there a, no, a connection? No, no, no. We're talking people that understand the the intricacies of, a tr of astrology, interconnectivity, or what is called quantum entanglement in the quantum uh, field, um, or uh, uh, the way that um, electromagnetic... Um, fields are nested and when you um, contribute certain energies to a certain electromagnetic field there are certain effects that happen within the ecosystem or within the electromagnetic uh, nested um, uh, ball of yarn shall we say 
Ball of yarn, nested ball of yarn, shall we say. That totally makes sense, that checks out. Basically, whenever somebody says the word quantum, unless it's an actual scientist who knows what the word means, I check out. I have accepted pretty much anything they say after the word quantum or quantum entanglement or whatever else is going to be nonsense unless they actually know what they're talking about and are studied in the field. So needless to say, Saturn worship is heavily ingrained in the QAnon belief system. They seem to have this idea that like Satan worship and Saturn worship the planet are basically the same thing, that Satan is Saturn, Saturn is Satan. And Kat Kerr's little bit there that she said about the, the real Saturn and not the fake one that Satan created, listen again. You get to go on a journey, you go through the planets, the nebulas, uh, you go on the rings of Saturn. Okay, so right here, let's pause here. She's talking about some whimsical fantasy land that she likes to live in, where she likes to float through space and talk to God and touch his hair and take pictures of angels and jump in bouncy castles at Jesus' birthday party. All this whimsical stuff that she always talks about, she's adding to it. She can't wait to float through the rings of Saturn here. And then she remembers, wait, Saturn is part of my belief system in another way. Not the real Saturn, not the fake one that Satan's made. Oh yeah, uh, Saturn is supposed to be Satan, actually, because Satan worshippers actually worship Saturn. Right, right, right. Gotta pull the belief system together here for a second. Isn't it fascinating how she starts off with one idea and works her way to another idea and finds a way to integrate them in like some kind of a nonsensical way almost? Like, nothing that she's saying here is adding up at all, but she accepts the belief system as it is anyways. For good measure, let me just round off the idea that you have about Cat Curl. Let me round out your understanding of this person with one more clip. She had something to say about Pokemon, and I know I have a lot of Pokemon fans in my audience, so give this clip a listen, early December 2021. We moved into a home we leased a home for a while, and um, not this one here. And we went in, and we are a family who's understood. You don't fight or argue, or you're not you're not going to tear each other apart. We moved in, and every one of us were tearing each other up. And we said something is in this house. It wasn't before, and then it was, and it was empty. Couldn't possibly be the stress of moving, right? The, all the stress of having to make sure everything comes together, go to a new school district, make sure you have all your stuff, make sure your clothes are clean. All this stuff is going through your head while you're moving to a new area or moving into a new house even. Couldn't have been that. Couldn't have been, right? Logical explanation is it's something related to the spirit realm. Wonder what it could be. The house was empty, but we're, nope, we're gonna go ahead and pray and annoying stuff, but it still kept going on. I said, then there's something in one of the rooms. So we assigned everybody a room. They went everywhere in the closet. And in one of the kids' closets, in the uh, floorboard, you know, forget the molding on the floor around the, around the walls, was a Pokemon card. That is so incredibly sad, really. People have been blaming Pokemon for way too much for way too long. Just add this one to the stack. I covered a couple of videos actually a while back about two different pastors going hard at Pokemon back in the 90s, in the, in the 2000s. It was absolutely ridiculous. Some of the logical leaps they made were completely unjustified. They were absurd. The spiral. And it stands for what? 
male fertility. It's supposed to be able to mesmerize and hypnotize its enemies. This character over here is called Mewtwo. Every time that you see Mewtwo, he's in this pose. Three fingers. It means Hail Satan. Cute little one. Everybody, okay, everybody go, oh, come on. His tail. It's a lightning bolt. And it's a satanic Z. The Pokemon trading card game is a new collectible card game that is made and distributed by Wizards of the Coast. What is a wizard? Male practitioner of black magic. You don't need mom. You don't need dad. You don't need grandparents. You don't need aunts and uncles. You don't need school. And you probably don't even need a church because you're a master. I mean, I just talked about Greg Locke burning books and like Disney related things like Disney backpacks, Disney cups, Disney all kinds of stuff because he believed them to be evil. How sad is this? This is like the only thing in these people's heads. It's all about how Pokemon is affecting your life. Cat Kerr Weather Warrior has gone completely off the deep end at this point. Joshua Lee, the funny thing is that a, quite a few flat earthers are zealous Christians. They claim that the creation story supports it, as they talk a lot about the firmament. Yeah, absolutely, that's true. Uh, which is why it kind of knocked my socks off that Cat Kerr, of all people, has a problem with flat earthers. I mean, Cat Kerr? I'm honestly surprised. I would have pegged her as somebody that would, like, buy into it a little bit. But no. I, I, I guess she's, like, morally offended by it or something. Next, we're going to talk about Scott McKay, a.k.a. Patriot Street Fighter, and his recent strange telegram posts. Give us 30 seconds, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Telltale Channel. Don't forget to check me out on all social media. Patreon, Twitter, Teespring, and Etsy. All links can be found in the description or on my website, telltaleatheist.com. Next story I wanted to talk about is about a guy named Patriot Street Fighter. I have a picture here on the left of his Telegram profile, and that should be all we need to see to understand why I feel I need to address this guy. 165,000 subscribers. On a platform like Telegram that has almost no user base compared to something like Twitter or YouTube or whatever else. 165,000 subscribers on Telegram. I want to show you guys some of the memes that he has on there too. Just as an example, he's got united with our brothers and sisters with the American flag and the Canadian flag. That's an interesting one. Wonder why? What could that have to do with anything? Came as no surprise to me to find out that he deeply supports the whole Canadian trucker thing happening in Canada right now. So I wanted to just touch on the Canadian trucker thing real fast because he's got it plastered all over his telegram channel by the way if you're unfamiliar telegram kind of works a little bit like twitter it looks kind of like twitter or it looks a little bit like facebook except they basically never remove anybody from anything there i was thinking about pulling up his telegram channel like you can do that you can pull it up like in a web browser but it's just too much man i downloaded a few things and we'll take a look at them but i'm not going to pull up the telegram channel if you're curious you can pull it up yourself but anyways let's take a look at this new york times article about the 
trucker protest that's happening in Canada right now because that seems to be the Patriot Street Fighters' main focus at this moment. And then we're going to talk about some videos that the Patriot Street Fighter put out. So let's read this article first. The title is Canadian Trucker Convoy Descends on Ottawa to Protest Vaccine Mandates. The Freedom Convoy had driven across Canada to reach the capital. The demonstrations on Saturday were raucous, but largely peaceful. This is on NewYorkTimes.com, written by Ian Austin and... Vijosa Asai, I know I got the names wrong. I apologize. I did my best. Somebody can correct me in the comments if they want. Ottawa, thousands of protesters gathered in front of Canada's parliament on Saturday in a raucous demonstration, which began as a movement by truckers to challenge a government vaccination mandate, but spread to include a wide array of anti-government grievances. A loosely organized freedom convoy of trucks set out last weekend from the western province of British Columbia. The convoy embedded and flowed in size on the way to Ottawa, the capital, where the police were bracing for what they said would be an unpredictable weekend of protests. The convoy was organized in response to a regulation implemented this month that requires truckers returning from the U.S. to show proof of vaccination. But in recent days, it's broadened to include Canadians critical of pandemic restrictions in general and of Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Some people who may not have been involved with the convoy itself called for an attack on Parliament similar to the January 6, 2021 storming of the U.S. Capitol. Such calls have been denounced by the convoy's organizers as well as by many of the protesters on the streets. Despite fears that the demonstration could turn violent by Saturday evening, the police said there'd been no significant incidents. Luckily. This guy, Patriot Street Fighter, it's a picture of him on screen right now. Patriot Street Fighter has been in support of the trucker thing that's happening right now. So I wanted to show you guys some of the clips that I found on his Telegram channel to show you what kind of support he's providing. The New York Times article mentioned groups of people involved with the convoy calling for an attack on parliament similar to the January 6th storming of the U.S. Capitol. This guy, Patriot Street Fighter, agrees with them. He is on their side. He is on the side of the people who want that. So Scott McKay posted a clip from this guy. Name is the Sacred Blue Tent channel. He's a trucker in Ottawa right now. He posted. He reposted this video on his Telegram. Uh, the Patriot Street Fighter did. So give this clip a listen. This should give you an idea of what Scott McKay, the Patriot Street Fighter, and this guy here, the Sacred Blue Tent Channel, believe. You see, Trudeau, there's something you're going to figure out. It's people like me in this industry that feed you, bring you fuel, everything you take for granted. I'm going to tell you something. We run this country, not you. Okay, well, I, I got to point something out here. Um, I don't think anybody takes food for granted, or very few at the very least. I think people understand food costs money and it's hard to come by sometimes. I mean, not everybody is rolling in money, filthy rich. We all understand exactly what the value of food is. I just want to point that out for one thing. And for another thing, you aren't the one providing that to us. We are buying that. You are just transporting it from A to B, nothing more. You aren't even growing the food. You're just moving it from place to place. And by the way, you aren't the only one moving it either. There are estimates that say about 5 to 10% of the truckers in Canada are unvaccinated. Those are the estimates. 90% 
have been complying with all the regulations and are fine. They're driving around, they're doing their job, doing their thing, whatever, and it's no big deal. Five to 10% of the truckers in Canada are causing a problem, looking for, as New York Times put it, a January 6th type of event. Five to 10%. You're gonna have to do better than that. That is not enough to stop the supply chain. There have been supply chain shortages as a result of like truckers like not doing their jobs or too many truckers kind of leaving the industry or whatever else. That's happened before in other areas like in the UK or even in the US that's happened. And you know what happens as a result? The government usually picks up the bill and starts sending National Guard troops out to do it in their place. That's usually what happens. That's how the government handles an emergency like this. So I've got bad news for you, Sacred Blue Tent Channel. You could quit tomorrow and Canada would survive. They would get members of the military to step in and fill the role, to drive the trucks. That's probably what would happen. You are not as necessary to the functioning of society as you seem to think you are, because there are true patriots out there who are not going to stop feeding people, who refuse to let people get hurt as a result of your reckless actions. Because there are people out there who actually care and can step in, in your stead, your moves won't work. Without us, this place don't move. And when everybody in all these cities is starving because we refuse to move, guess what? They'll no longer be on your side. Well, as a matter of fact, they have actually been blocking access, and that's a totally different situation. There are a lot of truckers out there who have been continuing to drive food in and out of Ottawa and other parts of Canada, and it's been fine. But some of these truckers, like this guy here, for example, have been doing things like blocking roadways so other truckers can't get through. That is so many levels of messed up, I don't even know where to start. You realize you don't have the numbers to make people suffer, so you find other ways to make them suffer. Genius. So the truckers are kind of like that uncle that doesn't say much. He stays quiet in the background. But when he speaks, people listen. This guy has like such an inflated sense of his own self-worth. I, I have to say, like, his ego is like the size of Texas right now, or the size of Ottawa. That's what you're dealing with right now. We've had enough. You're not playing this game no more. This ain't a game. Wait, is it a game that's being played that you're sick of, or is it not a game at all? I need to know. Like, give me the information here. You're contradicting yourself. Is this a game that you're sick of, or is it not a game at all? Which one? This isn't just our lives. This is everybody in Canada's lives. Which you've clearly told us you don't care about based on the fact that you are willing to block roadways to prevent them from getting food. Obviously, you don't care. And you're nothing but a drama teacher. Go back to it. Go to some country you paid off. Sick burn. So anyways, point is... That's what's been happening on Mr. Scott McKay's Telegram channel. He's been uploading that stuff all, like, for weeks now. That it, Since the trucker protests started, that's what he's been uploading, that kind of thing. Now that we have an idea of what he stands for, let's watch a couple of clips from him. You guys remember Kirsten Weldon? It's this woman right here. I talked about her a couple weeks ago. She is a, a QAnon celebrity, for lack of a better term very big in the QAnon community, and sadly, she passed away recently. 
of COVID. She refused to get vaccinated. She refused to listen to recommendations from the CDC and all that other stuff. And guess what? She paid the ultimate price for it. I'm sorry that that happened. I do not revel in it. I wish that it hadn't. I wish that it hadn't. There's a reason I'm talking about her again. The reason is because Scott McKay, aka Patriot Street Fighter, this guy in the middle here, guy I've been talking about, he found out that she died on a live stream. He was live streaming when he found this out. This was uh, early January 2022. Watch the live stream when he finds this out. The simple fact is that these killed her. And as I said at the beginning of the show, my word is bankable. You in that hospital, believe me, you're going to be famous because I am going to hire an attorney. I'm going to get discovery. I'm going to find out who's on that case. I'm going to name every one of you. He seems to believe that the people at the hospital taking care of her are responsible. I'm sorry, man. What kind of a level of delusion do you have to be in to reach that conclusion? Honestly, we are in a worldwide pandemic right now, and you can't pull it together. You can't figure out how to listen to the CDC, how to get vaccinated, how to wear a mask. These are basic ideas that have existed for hundreds of years. The human species has been in pandemics before. We've been through this. As a matter of fact, in 1918, during the Spanish flu, people were being jailed or fined for not wearing masks. And you are sitting here coming up with all these conspiracy theories to justify not using one to justify not getting vaccinated. And when one of your close friends dies as a result of not following CDC guidelines, you blame the hospital and, and the people working there. Not only do you blame them, but you say you want to spread their names and information out. What is going through this dude's head? One of the nurses on this case with um, uh, the person that talked to them and informed, and she informed him that she had died here was what the callous had to say while well, she wasn't vaxxed. She wasn't. She wasn't vaccinated. I don't, I, I'm not reveling in that. I'm not happy about that. I wish that she had gotten vaccinated. She might still be alive today. I'm not jumping for joy here. I don't want anybody dead. Nobody. But if she had gotten vaccinated, maybe she'd be alive right now. I'm sorry, man. She wasn't vaxxed like too bad. That's her fault. She wasn't that. That's, that's why they're, that's, they're using this as a statement. I'm not trying to make a statement here. I'm just telling you she might have been alive. Really. She might have been alive. Um, you know, I doubt that she's going to see this particular video. Boy, I'll tell you, if you do see it, you now have an idea of what life's going to be like for you when I find out your name. I don't care if these people were just doing their job or maybe they're naive or don't know any better. It's your responsibility to know better. If you refuse to pick up this encyclopedia that has everything in the world on it. Everything in the world. This encyclopedia that has everything in the world on it. What is he even holding up here? Oh, his phone. He's holding up his phone. Okay. So he's saying if you don't get on the same 4chan and 8chan message boards as him and read the same Q drops as him, then it's your fault for not being aware. You're not a digital soldier, so he has the right to shout your name out there and spread it far and wide and ruin your life and put you in real genuine danger. Right, okay, that checks out. Encyclopedia that has everything in the world on it. Find out what's going on, 
no excuses. And Mike, I'm telling you, that's why I said it's going to happen. Law enforcement, all you people out there that want to support this cabal-powered murder machine by enforcing this bullshit on people, again, I'm going to say this as I said for a year and a half, we outnumber you by the billions. In this country, we outnumber you by the millions. Sooner or later, we're going to hit critical mass. It's going to turn. And any one of you guys that want to step in the way of freedom-loving Americans, you're, you're dead men walking. This is just straight full-blown delusion, really. I, I, I don't use that word lightly. Honestly, I really do not. This is like living in a delusional world where things don't match up with reality. You guys that want to step in the way of freedom-loving Americans? Nobody wants to step in the way of freedom-loving Americans. Do what you want to do. You know, this is why it doesn't click for him. Because he seems to be under the misconception that this whole thing was, like, orchestrated from the top by the cabal. It is so incredibly sad that he can't, not just him, but others, Kirsten Weldon even, they can't seem to pull it together to make it through a worldwide pandemic with the rest of us. He is doing nothing but putting him, himself in danger, putting his own life in danger. And like I said, I don't want anybody to die. I don't, want, I don't wish death on anybody, nobody. I wish that he could pull it together. Let's watch the next clip. This one came out early February 2022. In this one, he has some things to say. He lays it out. He has a message for people like me, for left-wingers or for liberals, as he says. Check this out. Our style of delivery, specifically mine here, is, um, is really a combination of a full-throttle storm runs into a tempest stirred up by a hearthquake a hearthquake is that your own invention a hearthquake i like it by a hearthquake quake or a hurricane that leads to an earthquake a, a hurricane that leads to an earthquake i guess that's a hearthquake okay i'll start using that in the future coming down on top of the poli political elite ruling class and the religious order run by the satanists on the planet that's what this whole machine was designed to do is to be a global attack weapon so this guy straight up believes that Satan has created this cabal, this group of people who calls all the shots and controls everything, controls the media, controls the people, it has infected everything from top to bottom, and he's desperately trying to take out God's people, and he considers himself one of them, one of God's people. How is this not the very definition of delusion. There is an actual definition of delusion, and I understand that this may not fit exactly, but I will be hecked if they don't look really, really similar. And the tipping point is, <clears throat> is that very weapon and this. The tipping point's the name of his show, by the way. He is Patriot Street Fighter, AKA Scott McKay. The tipping point's the name of his show. And the tipping point is, <clears throat> is that very weapon and this revolution radio seat is the information warfare platform from whereby we conduct this war on these people that have done nothing to enrich humanity you know what i know this sounds sensational but all i can tell you is the longer you listen to me here the more you're going to agree with me even if you are a blind satanist left-wing democrat that cannot think for themselves. Okay, I guess I would qualify as such, right? A blind, what was blind Satanist, left-wing Democrat that can't think for themselves. Okay, I guess I'll take it.
Uh, sure. I, I guess I qualify. If you're around this show long enough, it's going to have an impact, whether you understand it or believe it or not, because the ethereal realm delivers information in an energetic form. Oh, wow. Okay. So if you sit here and listen to a show for long enough, you're going to believe it because... Because the ethereal realm delivers information in an energetic form. And if your frequency is tuned for truth, it's going to be an acquiescent experience for you. I'm sorry, what? That didn't even make any sense. What? What is he even talking about? It's going to be an acquiescent experience for you. And I will say congratulations. Those of you that it cannot reach, well... God love you or God help you because I will not from I will not help you from this seat. My intention is to smoke you out, put you in front of the we the people for the ultimate judgment. And that will be the takedown of your philosophy and ideology that historically and backed up with empirical data has done nothing but destroy humanity for hundreds or thousands of years. That political or social ideology is going to end up on the ash heap buried so deep in this planet, you would think it was on another planet to even get to it. That was pretty grandiose. Um, that, that was a lot to sift through. I'm sorry. That was hard to kind of wade through. Um, Jesus Christ, dude. So if I understand correctly, what he's saying is if your soul is attuned to the truth frequency, I guess there's a frequency that truth like vibrates at, like the sound of truth vibrates at a specific frequency. And if your soul is tuned to the truth frequency, then it will pick up the truth that he is laying down. I'm sorry, man. Uh, everything that you just said from beginning to end was complete nonsense. And I am genuinely heartbroken that you won't just get the vaccine. Please just get vaccinated. Please save your own life and others' lives by just getting vaccinated. Follow Trump's advice if that's what it takes. Follow Trump's advice. Get vaccinated. Thank you guys for coming and giving this a listen, and I will talk to you next week. If you like what I do and you want to make sure I can continue to do it, you can support me in a few ways. First, you can support me on Patreon. That's probably the best way. But if you want to get something back for your support, you can check out my Teespring. I sell all kinds of shirts and stickers and stuff on there. Second, you can support me by checking out my Etsy store. I sell 3D printed stands for every system from the original Nintendo to the Xbox One. And finally, if you want to support me in other ways, you can check me out on my other channels. I have the podcast channel, which is where I talk about whatever's on my mind. Politics, social issues, Issues, whatever. You can also find it everywhere podcasts can be found. Or you can check out the videos on my main channel where I focus on destructive cults. As it is with most channels these days, I rely on the support of viewers like you to keep my channel alive, so sharing my work is extremely helpful. Anyways, check me out in all those places if you haven't already. Thanks for listening, guys.